1: 99 of the time when we do an in review i hit up cameron kennedy i hit up carter harrell and i'm like all right we're doing this franchise and we already know what that means we know what we're gonna get we know what song we're using or like you know mocking or whatever this was one where it's like what do we do i don't know <laughs> like and it's funny because watching the movie it actually has a banger fucking theme song but like it's not that identifiably 21 jump street so i had the idea What if we took the real Slim Shady and turned it into the kind of funny jingle that (laughs) happened? Carter fucking nailed it. banged that out in just a couple hours. I sent it over to Kevin Kennedy and he's like, dude. I fucking got it. And he comes back with that. There was two versions he sent me. One was the one we're seeing. And one was just it with the music without all the sound effects and stuff. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we want to do that. I'm like, yes, we're going with the fucking 21 Jump Street one. You fucking nailed it. You insane person. And he also uh, gave me a little Easter egg. This is uh, brought to you by Cameron Kennedy. The uh, dolphin sound effect is a sound that is in all of Lord and Miller's movies. I didn't know that.
0: interesting Interesting. i didn't know that
1: so i'm gonna keep my ears out next time you know what i'm talking about anyway this of course is kind of funny in review i am tim gettys and i'm joined by the nitro rifle andy cortez
2: hello great afternoon everybody
1: it's christmas in january joey noel
0: is it almost december almost december it's (laughs)
1: almost december We (laughs) get there one day the producer seducer nick scarpino hello tim how are you feeling today i'm feeling energized i'm feeling really good and i i am more excited than I've been in a very long time for in review because we have the big dog Kevin Coelho what's up dude and he hasn't seen the movie that we're (laughs) talking about today (laughs) until now the movie we are talking about is 21 Jump Street because this is 21 Jump Street in review of course you can find the show on YouTube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com you can also get it as a podcast just search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny and we will be right there for you if you wanted to get the show ad free if you wanted to watch it live as it's being recorded and that's it you got to go to patreon.com <laughs> there's no post show for this one. I was on <laughs> I was just going you know uh patreon.com slash kind of funny is where you want to go if you want to be a patreon producer just like molecule James Davis makes and pranksy we appreciate you all so very very much today we're brought to you by purple mattress and babble but I'll get to that later today we're talking about 21 Jump Street with a runtime of one hour and forty nine minutes, it was released on March sixteenth, twenty twelve. Yeah, a decade ago. Yeah,
3: <laughs> how is this
1: movie a decade ago? It's
0: it incredible. Hurts. It hurts. Directed like moves. If we could stop, that'd be great.
1: Directed by Phil Lord and Christopher Christopher Miller. uh This is their live action directorial debut. You probably know them from Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs, The Lego Movie, Into the Spider Verse, and Almost Star Wars solo, uh, mm-hmm. but then they got taken off of that. Now, the music was done by Mark Allen Mothersbaugh, who I didn't really know, haven't really heard of in in my memory at least. We did a little bit of digging because what the fake oh, fan? You from- yeah exactly i'm, I'm kind of surprised honestly because i will say the score of this movie is fucking fantastic it is like so much better than it has any right to be for what this movie is i fucking love it and it all makes sense because it was made by the man that was the lead singer mm. of what band nick scarpino oh, i don't know devo Oh, really? The band (laughs) behind Whip It.
0: (laughs) That's incredible. (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. He is a fucking superstar composer composing music for the 13 year run of the animated series Rugrats.
2: Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? That's where I recognize the name the most. Not from Devo. It was always seeing that name in the credits. And as a kid, thinking, what a weird name to like. That's just a name that i've that's always stuck in my head, seeing it kind of animating in
3: the pop pop
0: boom, bah,
2: bah, boom like that's just always stuck in my head, Mark mother's boss. I don't even know he was in Debo until we talked about him on an interview, probably several months ago, a year ago, maybe
1: uh that interview was probably Thor Ragnarok, yeah because he oh. did Thor Ragnarok, which makes oh. a lot of sense. He uh, also did a bunch of Wes Anderson movies, Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, The Royal Tenenbaums, and The Life Aquatic,
3: oh, um, and Aquatic has a great movies. soundtrack. Amazing great soundtrack.
1: soundtrack. Yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying like this guy, he's up there. He's up there. Watch all well, the you other better comport- watch your
3: ass, Michael Giacchino, watch you better. your ass. You better watch out. This
1: Gicchino. guy's coming. He also uh, did the score for the Get a Mac commercials from Apple. Makes sense. <laughs>
3: so like, hey. He's done claim to shit. fame. What would you so out of all those accolades, at Andy? Mm-hmm. You're introducing yourself to people, and they go, "What do you do? What do you? What's your first word out of your mouth? Do you say that I did Rugrats, or do you say I was the guy that did get a, the the score for the Get a commercials?"
2: Oh, I would no, what? I would Devo? do the Rugrats thing. I think it's really cool that you are for somebody to be in Devo, such a widely known uh, musical yeah. group, but to be the but to point out like, oh, I did the Rugrats theme song back in the day. I did all the music for Rugrats and people would go, oh, that guy did all the music
3: for Rugrats. They're like, yeah, also he's in fucking Devo, dude. You have to have, and Tim not, not, to, not to derail the podcast, but you can't tell people you were in Devo. Somebody else has to tell them on your behalf that you were in Devo. Right. Right? Right, 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 right. I think
0: it's a better follow-up than an initial punch.
3: Yeah. How'd you get your yeah. start? Oh, I was in a band in the 80s. Yeah, I love that, I love that, Nick. Which one? Devo. You've probably never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then immediately you hear me from across the room go, Oh, crack that whip. <laughs>
1: oh,
3: What a fucking slap. Just and told like, rest... like this, why did we invite Nick to this party? He wasn't even invited here. We're Fortnite.
1: How did he get on this server? <laughs> uh, this movie also featured 21 licensed tracks. And I'm going to say that they all were great.
3: Immaculately. They're
0: so good. Tim, uh, when well,
3: you heard the Slim Shady kick in for the first time, time were you just like this is the best movie ever made (laughs) I mean yeah that's it set the tone for sure and they did
1: not let up uh it had a budget of 42 million dollars and a box office of 201 million dollars some fun stats for you here Jonah Hill lost over 40 pounds for this role dang because he was like yo I gotta do all these stunts and I'm next to Channing Tatum so we gotta figure this out you gotta figure it out so yeah good for him good for him but before we get into all the other stuff I want to start with Kevin Cowell, being the first time watcher of this movie, what did you think?
4: Uh, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I think that he, like ten years of everyone talking about it being like amazing, the bar was really hot, really high. But I got to tell you, man, the chemistry between jo- Jonah Hill and uh, it's the other guy, uh, Channing Tatum, so good, so good. Like they're watching the relationship grow and stuff, and uh, it it was a lot of fun and heartwarming, and it's like. I love these guys. I want to see them stay together forever. So, like towards the end, it's like, oh no, sort it out, guys, sort it out. Yeah, but uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I think that the I don't know the there was a couple things where I'm like, I don't a know problematic in some spots. Yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> know what's going on here. Like the 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 teacher, Aaron, <gasps> Aaron, because like, yeah. I was like, through. I hope the punchline for this is good, and then it's like. There wasn't a punchline, and then there was.
3: I think they shot more with that, and they scaled it back. Yeah, because you're talking about the the uh, the teacher, the teacher, the the chemistry teacher, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's her name? Yes, Yes. Ellie Ellie Kemper. Kemper. Ellie Kemper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, That to me continues to be the most the one of the funniest parts of this movie because of her because she's so. Yes. Fucking she's funny. She has that moment yeah. in the prom where she's like, you have to go away. Never leave yeah. me. Please get out of here. I love you. <laughs> like all of that it's stuff. So, it's very just, good. And, like, and Channing Ch- Ch- Taylor just perfectly like, I'm so, what? Like what? And like you can tell he's just kind of thrown off. By, it's but like, so good.
4: I, I thought so there'd funny. be some like it was all being set up to like, you know, when, when like, I don't know, they, they get announced that they're adults to her like going for it or something. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, I mean, uh, it's also
3: kind of weird that like that to me is not banging in the credits. So. But yeah, yeah but I like, was were that where they where they banged and they took it out of it? Yeah, see, that's it
4: the actually. thing. Like, I think that like some mm-hmm. like bad stuff happens there with that character that they like regretted.
3: <laughs> well, see, that to me was always funny because I'm like, well, they're both of age, right? Like, Channing Tatum's like, I think he's supposed to be. Yeah, but she doesn't think he is. Yeah, but that's why yeah, the conflict 25. is hilarious. The weird one is is when you start dialing back or peeling back the the and, the layers on uh, Jonah Hill and and yep. Larson, and, and yeah. that's not one that's legitimately not good. like eighteen years old. And that's well, very inappropriate.
4: Well, when when the, she was first introduced, I was like, oh, she's a teacher too, because yeah, I feel no, like this like. Yeah, she, but she kind of looked like she could have been. Thought you thought she know, was like undercover, a little,
2: maybe, or something like that. No, 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 no. I just,
4: I, I just thought like when I, I'm talking about the first like ten seconds that I like we were introduced to her. Where um, I'm like, yeah. oh, she's gonna be a teacher too. Yeah. And then it was like, no, she's a student. I'm like, all right, let's see how they take this. And then that last, yeah, her well, intro. I thought she looked so young. She looks like so surprisingly young. young. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, like 25 now seems young. Tim, all these kids, you know, all- That's yeah. true. all <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick, don't put us in your boat. We're all. <laughs> <team>. we Nick, <laughs> all of us. Um, to a teenager, So, yeah, but both those relationships and, like, the ending of that relationship, while not as problematic as a student fucking a teacher in a back room, <laughs> uh, still, like, that, like, kiss at the end of just being like, huh, all right, that's where they went with that. That's where yeah, they went yeah. with that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, it was very funny. It, I mean, it's just, it was so hyped. I, I enjoyed it a lot, but, like, I was constantly being like, This is, like, so many people are talking about this movie for so long that I kind of kept being like, I I want, like, bigger, harder jokes. And I think that was my own fault. So I'm I'm curious. Sorry, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm I'm curious to see how I feel about number two because I haven't – I don't feel like I heard people talk about it the same way they did with one.
3: Two's got some great moments. But I think the thing that everyone loves about the original 21 Jump Street is – and I think I speak for the group when I say it has no right being like, it has just absolutely zero reason to be as good as it is mm-hmm. when people, when they announced 21 jump street, starring starting Tatum. And by the way, does anyone, has anyone ever watched the original 21 jump street? <laughs> okay. So I, I, back in the day, I grew up watching that show. It starred Johnny Depp, which is why he's in this in a cameo, Holly Robinson, which is why she has a cameo in this. And uh, d- uh the other guy, uh, Dan Dolly All the original cast members from 21 Jump Street have cameos in the film, except for
1: Richard Greco and Dustin Nguyen Uh, but they appear in the second movie.
2: Wait, who's Holly who who's who Holly she Robinson in this
3: movie? was the one that gave him the car? She was like, Don't go fucking around with this car, and then it cuts and he they're immediately uh, trying to jump oh, over the car. Uh, yeah, <laughs> get she it. was yeah. like, Don't do stupid shit with this. Um and so I grew up watching that, so when they announced they were doing this, I was like, no, you don't need to do another 21 Jump You do not need to make a movie or reboot 21 Jump Street, it had its day. But the fact that they actually came out and made something that's very funny, very entertaining, and actually kind of a heartwarming, competent movie, I think was why everyone was so surprised and they recommend this. Like if you if you peel back all of the, the humor, um, it actually is a good story about two people who become friends because they're polar opposites and they need each other. And then it also asks what I always find a fantastic question is like, what ha- what happens if you got another shot at high school? And right? that's always kind of a fun, interesting fantasy fulfillment uh, moment for people who maybe but didn't enjoy the, their high school career so much.
4: The times have changed too. And I feel
3: like the that's- The world's a-
4: changed, man.
3: <laughs> well, that was what was so fun about though. that it was like, and it's like, it's a very clever movie and it's a very, it's a very well-structured movie and, it, and the payoff at the end, you know, like I missed it the first few times I saw it, but when Channing Tatum starts talking about the covalent bonds and how they they each have something that the other person needs that binds them together, and the Jonah Hill's like, "Oh, are we covalent bonds?" No, it's a fuck. We don't. We're not fucking Adams, dumbass. But that, but that moment of like, "Oh, they are. They have really solidified their friendship, and they're great, even though they're very, very opposite." I think is a it's heartwarming, and I think the movie just mm-hmm. is very, very competent. And I think most of the jokes hit more often than not. And if they don't hit, it's just super fun watching Channing Tatum (laughs) and Donut Hill fuck around on screen. It's just so fun.
0: Is the original 21 Jump Street a comedy? No. Okay. (laughs) It was not. (laughs) Perfect. Just wondering. Um, I had a great time with this movie. Um, It's funny to think back to watching it for the first time because... Channing Tatum was like the romantic, like maybe getting into action guy. And so when he was cast in this comedic role, I think everybody was like, what the fuck? Like the closest thing he had ever gotten to that was, um, she's the man, which is like weird and kooky. And he didn't have that big of a role in terms, like it was the Amanda Bynes movie. Um, So going back and watching it was really fun. Between this and Super Bad, like Jonah Hill is just so good. Like that era of Jonah Hill is so good. And like, he wrote this. You wrote this?
2: Jonah Hill wrote this
0: movie.
2: Yeah, he and the <laughs> other dude wild. who also helped write. Oh gosh, I was just looking at his IMDb last night. Uh, well, uh, he, the co-writer on this movie has also done some. He did oh, Project, Project X. X.
3: Oh, I've never seen that. Is that good? I watched it like three weeks ago. <laughs> it's been <laughs> on. Someone my Netflix wrote that too. movie? I don't believe it. <laughs> 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 oh, there's a start. Everyone's got to start somewhere, you know.
0: Yeah um but i had a really great time with this like they have such good chemistry this movie is wild because it's the biggest like holy shit, that person is in this like the cast when you look at it now is insane yeah um like baby dakota johnson is so baby in it and she plays like such a throwaway character but it's funny to see that now
3: let's roll down the cast list on this you got jonah hill channing tatum brie larson in one of her first few roles uh dave franco rob fucking wriggle who is i just i'm like you got to put him in less this movie because he steals every single scene (laughs) he's in everything he does in this andy it's gonna come as a huge (laughs) shock makes me giggle (laughs) so hard there's a moment where he's sitting in the audience in the theater and he goes Doug sucks. You fucking suck, Doug. <laughs> and then he looks around like, "Who said that? Like, can't I die. I said that?" Every fucking time he's. I like,
2: love and- when he takes snacks from the girl in front of him and like, gives her a second look. Like, yeah, like,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and my fa- my favorite all time line in this entire movie is when he oh. looks at Chang Tatum and he goes, "What are you doing? I don't like that. Put your tongue back in your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> i don't like that i don't like that
0: uh, but just the last thing is that i was really happy to re-watch this last night and find out that a, most of it did hold up because tim and i and gia had tried to re pineapple express over quarantine and that did not hit the same way and so i was like a little bit nervous that this was also going to succumb to some yeah. of those issues but i was happily surprised that for the most part Checks
3: out. Pineapple Express real, was real, a lot like when you go back and watch that, you're like, "It's a lot darker of a movie than I remember it being." Like, I it's like not, it. This movie is a lot
4: more <laughs> fun that, than than uh, that one. Yeah, real quick, while we're in the IMDb, uh, the character of Zach, one of the the nerdy, I think hacker, his yeah, the actor's name in in real life is Dax Flame. That's awesome. That's oh, a wild wow. name. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, I
3: want to I want to give oh, a Oh, he was out in Project X. That's where I knew. That him makes from. sense. Ah, uh, okay. I want to give a shout out to the rest of the cast here, too. We've got, of course, Ice Cube coming in as the perfect so captain Dixon. Now, now, a, a
1: fact I have there for yeah. you, Nick, is uh that Jonah Hill wrote that character for Ice Cube. Okay, I was like, it has it's to be perfect. Ice Cube. Oh, and
3: infiltrate the dealers, find the suppliers, <laughs> and
1: find the first. You just... left a lot. <laughs> Of his parts just open and it was just mostly improv. He's for yeah. Ice Cube and he he's just great. fucking
3: nailed it. And then we also have just a this banger of, of a couple scenes with Jake Johnson and one scene with Nick Offerman for no reason. He's Jake true.
4: Johnson's great. Nick Offerman was great. Great. that The Nick
1: Offerman uh scene, that role was supposed to be given to J.K. Simmons. Oh, oh that would have been great. Uh, Due to scheduling conflicts, he couldn't do it. He saw the movie great. opening weekend and was like, this is the most upset. I've ever been yeah. for not uh, being a role because I, I want. It. He's like I don't normally do comedy things. I really wish I was
3: in this movie. Yeah, that's awesome. But also, Nick Offerman killed it. Nick mm-hmm. Offerman killed it. And and to Kevin's earlier comment, the the couple scenes with Jake Johnson where he's like a kid literally died and nobody, including me, are doing anything about it. <laughs> weird. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> weird. <laughs>
0: uh, and Jump. shout out to Dave Franco. Oh,
3: oh Dave Franco, so good. Great.
0: Can we just do Dave Franco interview because I want an excuse to rewatch Neighbors too?
3: Oh, that's a good franchise. Never seen it.
2: Neighbors is great. Neighbors is why I'm always like Zach Neighbors. Efron is a fantastic actor, and you all don't
3: put him on high enough of a pedestal. I he's literally I have a tattoo of Zach Efron. <laughs> 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 and of he's holding on the Five Club with me. <laughs>
2: uh God, th- this movie is. I was worried about it going into it, but this movie to me is one of those instant classics that will go down in the annals of history when it comes to just Good awesome time. 2000s comedies um this along with y'all already mentioned pineapple express being a little bit disappointed with that that movie's like a 10 out of 10 in my opinion this goes along with um Step Brothers* and movies of that sort of yeah. style where it's or even super bad where it's just it's friends writing roles for friends and just being really clever and funny and the i think the comedy still works extremely well um there are just so many little moments of brilliance with channing tatums like i think somewhat so many of the funny lines aren't even necessarily like bam punchline it's just A little funny aside that a character might say that just make me laugh so much because of how they react. And Channing Tatum reminds me so much of a friend of mine. And it's just like it feels so familiar having like that douchey jock of of character in the movie saying, no, these kids aren't cool. They're crusty and they're weird and need to be stopped. Like he's just like he's so offended by the fact that these are the cool kids now and his days are over like. I, I think this movie just holds up extremely well, and uh, yeah, it's it. Lord and Miller just continue to show that they have got the stuff. They've got the stuff.
1: A couple of weeks ago, uh, when we saw the Into the Spider Verse trailer, I said that Into the Spider Verse is my favorite movie of all time, and I stand by that. But rewatching this, it is up there for me i absolutely love this and i can say without a shadow of a doubt this is my favorite comedy movie of all time and it's because of everything you all said but it's just it has heart
3: it has such true heart at uh, nick now have you seen the heat starring sandy bullock i God, have goodness. not did you just call
1: Christ her sandy yeah, sandy I bullock sandy, i don't no, know you that. Don't. You i never really called don't her that. like that <laughs> No, but really, this this movie to me is kind of a perfect god, perfect comedy because (laughs) the the leads are the most endearing characters we've ever seen. They're so fucking funny. Both of them are so well played, so well written. The improv's fantastic. Every scene they're in, every interaction they have with others is just so good. Kevin brought up the problematic bits. They're problematic and they're fucking weird. The kiss at the end is like, what the fuck did they do? Why? Why?
4: Definitely,
1: definitely the thing that I'm kind of like, I don't like that. But Everything else is so well done, so well made. Nick was talking about how well made a movie this is. Like, that is what takes this a step above. It's because this movie, the plot inherently is funny. Like, the just the sheer idea of they have to go undercover and they're staying at their – parents house is love that. that alone yeah. is funny parent, but then what they do no with girl. it they're just so good at setting up situations that are going to be funny and then making sure they're as funny as humanly possible taking a step further from that it's the support cast like the fact that every single character we named makes us laugh there's not a single character in this movie i'm like i didn't like them
4: every single Even person the brought parents their parents are
0: super funny the parents are they're great honest, they're great oh, so
4: when they get mad at them and then start making them do chores Chores. <laughs> the, the, the pictures on the
1: wall of the little chair of baby like just oh i was naked things. i was like, naked like we took this. died here
2: <laughs> andy i saw you had your hand raised yeah i was just going to mention uh when we it comes it to naked. the humor how how well it's aged and i think about uh, another really funny movie that certainly has an age as well um when we think of comedy being recycled and comedy bits and like the inception of the first time you heard that style of joke where it's the um are you singing tlc no no i don't i don't think that's what it is like we've seen that bit done a million times now and i feel like that was kind of like maybe the one of the first times we saw it in the other guys where it's where they're mentioning tlc right and that that kind of comedy kind of goes on but i i also think about in um super bad all of the or in the 40 old virgin you look like a blah 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 you look like a blah 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 right and we get that great like you you look (laughs) you look like a um yeah you look like you died or whatever you look like a uh fred savage as a kid or whatever like all those stupid jokes are great but then 40 old virgin has that you know how i know you're gay like yeah those are definitely the jokes that just did not age well i feel like this movie was made kind of like right at the right time (laughs) where some of that problematic humor won't be there and we can still laugh at times when Channing Tatum being this dumb oaf is like um no I didn't punch him because he's gay I punched him like it's it's a stupid joke like that just showing like
3: it was very self-aware it's a different
2: era now yeah it's a different era now it's a different time even in 2012 being like no, man, you can't punch a you punch because he's gay. That's homophobic,
3: man. Like, I love that. This is that kind of like right at that turning point. And, yeah, and, and that, it's, and like, that's, it's like it's that like that's perfect like, time. And that's one of the strengths of the movie, right? Is that it actually takes all of those old stereotypes and and is a commentary on them. And you yeah. see that when they walk into school for the first time, and he's like, OK, those guys are jocks. Those guys are goths. I don't know what the hell the those guys. Are. They are. What the fuck is happening here? And everyone, and, but then like, and the cool kids are like eco-friendly, and like nobody <laughs> like they park in the like the the disabled spot, and he's like, you can't like, it, all of that is so it's clever, gonna, right? Ten and it, ten and years gives, ago. Like, that's, yeah. that is the most yeah. impressive thing is
1: that, like, uh, that shit is so funny and be funny in a movie now. But, like, it was 10 fucking years ago that they were making those jokes and delivering them so well. And on top of it being a funny movie, like, I just think the the story and the characters are so well developed in this that there are t- plot twists that get you, that excite you. And, like, the <laughs> the I'll never forget the first time I saw this movie. I didn't even watch from the beginning. I was at a friend's house. I walked in the room. People were watching it. I just sat down. And it was the chase scene. And this is one of the best chase scenes in any movie explode. ever. <laughs> and uh, I, I swore that was gonna explode. And the way that they played off that joke, it's this movie's so good at the callbacks and setting up a joke to come back later. But in mm-hmm. addition to jokes, they do that just with plot and with twist in the sense that the guy's just like, uh it, if you guys are cops then i'm a DEA, dea agent yeah and then later at the end he is a dea <laughs> agent or like yeah. things like the uh the, the drugs kind of taste like cool ranch Doritos yeah. and then the the dude
3: the coach is like eating
1: cool ranch Doritos the whole
3: time well, that's <laughs> like, he, he even says that he goes he goes I took I took a little bit of that chemistry and threw in some of my flavor bow we got the drug right it's just like <laughs> that that type of shit like we didn't need that in this movie no. but it's what makes it legitimately
1: great yeah. not just a funny movie and the biggest one for me is the Johnny Depp reveal. A car- Johnny Depp was in this movie in multiple scenes and we didn't know that and he's also away. undercover and it being a reboot sequel type thing oh my god they fucking nailed it because that is the best reveal ever being somebody who didn't watch the original series it didn't fucking matter because when Johnny Depp's revealed you're like excuse me and then it's clear from the context of shit you're like oh my god he's from the original show it's just they just nailed this to me in every single way and I can't wait to watch 22 jump street next week, because I've only seen it once. And all I remember thinking was, I can't believe a sequel was as good as it was. So (laughs) hopefully that that stays up, but that's a conversation for another time. Before we get to the plot though, let me tell you about our sponsors.
5: There are a ton of worthwhile goals to set for yourself this year, and personally, learning a new language with Babbel is at the top of my list. Babbel is the addictively fun, fast, and easy language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg, and as you know, I'm in love with a French Canadian named jean saint ange And uh, Jen, of course, uh, first language is French. She learned English later on, and I've been trying to learn French, but I keep falling off. I've got Babbel on my phone. I'm ready to do it in 2022. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. You can choose from 14 different languages like Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus Babel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. I could probably use that for English. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you'll get an additional three months for free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com and use the promo code Funny," all one word. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, code Funny." Babbel, language for life. When it comes to getting a good night's sleep, there's only one thing you need, a good mattress. Forget all those gimmicks like mattress toppers and weighted blankets. If your mattress is terrible, your sleep is going to be terrible. So get the only thing you truly need a purple mattress. Only purple mattresses have the gel flex grid. It's a super stretchy, ultra squishy material that adapts and flexes around pressure points and doesn't retain heat. How do I know? Well, I talked to a young man named Timothy Geddes and Timothy swears by the purple pillow. Then on top of that, he used to have a roommate named Joey Noel who swore by her purple mattress. That's right. Kind of funny sleeping all over this purple stuff and loving every minute of it. Uh, Getting a great night's sleep starts with having a great mattress. Get a purple mattress. Go to purple.com slash kind of funny and use the code kind of funny. For a limited time, you can get 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash kind of funny. Code kind of funny for 10% off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash kind of funny. Promo code kind of funny. Terms apply. And now that we're back,
2: Andy. I, I didn't. Okay, I'll just do it off the cuff. <laughs> Nick's got the plot. He's not the cleverest fellow. The, how did you, I don't know, guys. I fucked it up. I don't. Know. Okay. So it's apparently, so much I'm, time. Not, I'm not the
3: cleverest fellow. I'm I'm not the cleverest
2: one. You know, I always like to talk shit about you. You
3: know, Budapest, uh, <laughs> Budapest, Budapest. Uh, Sandy Bullock, <laughs> Sandy, old friend Sandy Bullock. Uh, let's kick it off, everyone. Let's talk about Twenty One Jump Street right now. Uh, a movie that has no right being as good as it is, but it was, and I'm very glad about that. And let's kick it off with what I can only assume is on Tim's top ten favorite lists of all time. Final Fantasy 11, JK. It's the real Slim Shady, uh, and Jonah Hill is dressed like Tim was, I imagine, in high school, college, and when he started IGN uh, before he uh, became a man. Uh, very much just in that, in that stand Not look, wrong. which is great. I know. <laughs> I, know. Uh, I will tell everybody that my baggy
1: phase and my blonde hair phase were two different phases. Yeah. You, so. had,
4: much long, you had way longer hair with the bleach tips. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, there was the boy
1: bad phase, and then there was the slim shady phase, but got different phase. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: still in his blonde era, you know. Ah,
1: uh, oh, Joe, it's crazy! <laughs> it's oh, don't movie. drink that
3: diet coke. Don't do it like that, Joey. No, <laughs> Joe, you did it. You're perfect. We're all on your side right now. You've got the momentum. Go for the win, Uh Schmidt. Of course, uh, this is we get a great scene here where they were actually in high school. Schmidt tries to ask Melody. To prom and channing tatum laughs at him. he says there's no other way to put it you're a nerd and she's fucking hot um and she shoots him a look like yeah he's right and then Jinko, of course we get is not nothing's uh, great on his side either he's failing everything uh, all of his classes and so he can't go to prom um and, she, and the teacher says or the or the principal says you my friend have to pay the piper and he goes i should pay who <laughs> joey
0: nick i need to know what you think about channing tatum's wig oh
3: it's, <laughs> terrible. it's terrible is it a wig i don't know Wigging Out with Scarpino. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Wigging Out with Scarpino. Podcast and then a podcast. Uh, yeah, it's a terrible wig, Joey.
0: But... <laughs> they make like no attempt to make it good, and that's what I think is funny about it.
3: Yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, dude, I, it's... I love that because it. to me, the real Slim Shady was moment one. I knew I was going to love this. Moment two was seeing Channing Tatum looking like a 40-year-old man and the yeah. amount of times they make that joke. But from the get-go, when he's actually in high school, he looks older than he looks in the entire movie. Like, that's <laughs> right. fucking- hilarious,
2: great, but also is there any better sort of stereotypical humor than putting an actor back in school and giving them braces like it works every time it it's it, man it's always gonna make you laugh they're always gonna look silly i think of i i think of like um. Mike Wazowski <laughs> like him having braces. <laughs> it's just like if you put somebody that you've all known the biggest for a while, stars, yeah. the big stars, the biggest <laughs> <Dude>. stars,
0: Josie, <laughs> um, Ben Stiller have never been. Kissed. Yeah, Ben Stiller, ben Stiller in, uh, in uh, something about Mary, something about, about Mary. Mary. Yeah, yeah. There's,
2: it's always great whenever you put an actor with braces on uh, back in like their, their high school days
3: or whatever uh we cut to a scene outside of course where schmidt and janko are basically at their worst right they're uh, one's getting one's flunking out of high school and the other one just got his heart broken it's just and lame chenny tatum kicks the trash can and then uh schmidt tries to kick it too and hurts his foot and then we cut to seven years later love it we get we're in we're out that's all the mm-hmm. setup we need for this they just had a hard time in high school schmidt was a nerd janko was a was a jock but it wasn't all belt, you know uh, can i like make it any more obvious yeah uh seven years later schmidt and Jenko are reporting to their first day at the police academy and i think we get a great line here where channing tatum looks over at him and says not so slim shady what's up uh, <laughs> another one, one of
1: those classic moments i i hear that i'm like oh, nick's gonna laugh Nick's oh, gonna, so this, funny. this is such
3: nick it's humor such an obvious joke but it's so well done and it's just channing tatum like you know he started his career the first movie i remember seeing him in was uh step up no what was it step up right yeah. Uh, where he was mostly cast because he was a great dancer. Of course, he's gonna do much better projects than that, but he wasn't a great actor back then. Here, I think is really where we talk about the short list of people who wanted to be action stars or more dramatic stars, but really are just, and it's because they were good looking and had good physiques, but let's be honest, they're comedic stars, right? You talk about John Hamm, you talk about John Cena, and I think Channing Tatum, this is the first time I remember seeing him going, oh, dude, you're, you're, you're hamming it up in these scenes. You're perfect in these. Um, that's why no his, he'd, he'd be GI a terrible gambit. Please. He'd be a terrible gambit. Yeah, he doesn't need to be. Gambit. He's he's a comedic actor through and through. He can God, do a couple true. dramatic things here and there, but I think he needs to stay promptly in this because this is where I love watching him. Andy, when yeah, the world no said
0: that, movies either that'd be great.
4: When the world said that that, that he was going to be gambit, I was like, that's a mistake. That's a mistake. And, and look,
2: I had that, already that seen failed. this movie, Kevin, and I was like, he's an oaf.
3: He's the best oaf around mm-hmm. <laughs> Cassim is all the oafs from here on out. He's such a himbo. Uh, of course, uh, this is where they start gelling as friends because Janko's really good at physical stuff and Schmidt is really good at academic stuff. And there's just a moment where he says that he goes, wow, you're really good at this stuff. He goes, yeah. And then it cuts. He's like, you're really good at this stuff. Yeah. He goes, do you want to be friends? So they become <laughs> great friends. Yeah. And that is it rules. how it works sometimes. You're Get like, ready oh. for a lifetime of being, being badass, badass motherfuckers. motherfuckers. <laughs> and then it just cuts to them uh, as bike police near a lake. God, and they're mostly just great. screwing with kids. <laughs> And just being completely inappropriate. Uh, of course, then they spot a group of what are going to be the antagonists in this—the one percenters, ruthless gang of drug dealers. So they go over to try to bust them, and it just goes poorly. We get the line where um, we didn't know this at the time, but Johnny Depp says, "If these boys are cops, I'm a DEA agent." And of course, he is a DEA agent, and he says. Uh, and then we get a little moment where um, Channing Tatum talks about beating someone's dick off. And he's like, I'll beat your dick off mm-hmm. all day. I laughed at that. I continue to laugh at those <laughs> I also laugh very hard. <laughs> uh, then they find actual drugs uh, in the bike, which with Joan Hill's like, those are actual drugs. Uh, and so they try to uh, get the guys, but they, a chase ensues. Channing Tatum does not, or excuse me, Schmidt does not go well because he cannot pull the trigger. And this is the first of three times we're going to see him choke. That becomes a theme for him. He chokes uh, when 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 uh, push comes to shove. But of course, Schmidt. Uh, Jenko is able to bowl over his guy and gets his man, but he forgets to read him the Miranda rights. It does not matter though; they still teabag him and then fire their guns into the air. Dude, they go Schmidt
1: we got one and this is the first time we really get the theme kicking in and i'm like i you guys know i'm a sucker for themes i just love that this movie uses this theme that scales so well it has some eight-bit vibes sometimes it goes super bombastic or can get kind of sad and somber and like let's sit in these moments with these characters but this this moment it fucking hits and you're just like yeah i fucking love these guys
3: (laughs) and i love it too because there's something so and i think i speak for andy when i say this accessible about how they celebrate and how completely inappropriate it is that they're teabagging this guy as he's on the ground
1: shooting guns
3: and yeah. shooting guns. And, and I love that they cut over to two families who are watching this and then they just scatter as, as, <laughs> as Jonah Hill starts firing. Yes, he's got shooting up the, the guns. And yeah. It.
4: And then, of course, we get I love the that banger. He starts yeah. do, the, doing the Miranda rights and get, just can't get it. And he's, he's like, fuck it. God,
2: just <laughs> such a good like, I, again, this movie just Constantly hits with the reoccurring jokes that work and they don't get tired. like the Miranda Wrights thing continues to be great throughout the rest of the movie. I just love it
0: it's
3: but it's also a good setup, right? It's like the two things are like obviously is that, that the character arcs are Schmidt is constantly choking. And uh, Janko just, like, is not smart enough or doesn't commit yeah. enough mental ca- capabilities into, like, remembering things like the Miranda rights, right? He just doesn't do it. And so, and, but they both end up having those nice payoffs toward the end where he, spoiler, shoots Rob Ringle's dick off
4: for yep. no reason. <laughs> so that's uh, <laughs> one, to one that. thing I want to I note that, like, has changed in the world. Like, his thing of not being able to, like, do his job or, like, commit is that he
3: doesn't feel comfortable shooting people. <laughs> Yeah. as a cop. It's you know pretty great well I think it goes I think it goes more than that right it's metaphorically he chokes like he choked when yeah. he asked the girl to the prom he choked right him. right right, that, right that's his that's that's been holding him back the entire yeah. time and together they figure it out but this next scene has the fun the, the line that I think might be my favorite line in this entire thing they're sitting across the table from Nick Offerman, who says, "Tell me the Miranda rights right now." It's like five declamatory statements followed by a question, like 57 words completely. Tell me. And Channing Tatum starts it off. He says, "Well, obviously it starts off with you have the right to remain silent. uh You have the right to remain an attorney." And Nick Offerman goes, "Did you say you have the right to remain an attorney?" And Dwayne Hill goes, "You do have the right to remain an attorney if you want to." It's the funniest. You
2: that, can be an attorney if you want. If you want to. If you want to. Like,
0: he's not wrong. That was the first laugh of the movie where like I had to pause the movie. because yeah. I was like, oh, there's something that just gets
3: me. <laughs> do you say you have a right to be an attorney? You do have a right to be an attorney if you want to. <laughs> and,
2: and that's and that's the humor that like, I feel like all of us just fuck with on a day to day basis anyway. Like, that's the type of stuff that we're saying. That's the type of stuff that makes us laugh. So like, it's just it kind of hits on every level that I personally love just when it comes to dialogue.
0: It's Paul R- 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 humor. God, no, <laughs> it no. Really is. It No,
4: no, stop. It's much higher quality than that. Yeah, it's no, it's Much like no
0: higher. higher. Like, boiled Say, down. It's that same stuff where it's just it's... like... Communication so and not listening, it's us yeah. always yeah. saying
2: stuff incorrectly. Like, it's, it's, I don't know, they just nail it. They nail it. They, they I do. just, I love the uh, you, you guys might have already talked
1: about this scene, but I just went to the bathroom. But the with Joda Hill, he has his like cuts and scratches, <laughs> yeah, and, he's, and he's like, it it's hurts because
3: like... the, the, the dirt gets all mushed into <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh then of course we get a little biting commentary here from nick offerman about reboot culture and i love it he's like they're drudging up this old tired program because everyone's has a complete and total lack of creativity you guys have to report to 37 jump street no wait no, that does not right. sound right yeah, and so of course bad. they go to 21 jump street uh which is in both in full uniform uh, as they head into the <laughs> aroma of christ church and who should they meet the first time? Captain Dickerson played by the venerable uh, Ice Cube, who is just great throughout this entire movie. And I have to imagine shot all his scenes in like three days because I don't think sure. we ever see him outside of the church. Uh, we also get introduced to the rest of the team. So we don't really do too much, which is unfortunate, but they have some fucking banger of a lines. Um, he tells them that they're going undercover in a high school because uh, there's some Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus looking motherfucker. Um, <laughs> like- it's so fucking funny because that's a perfect example of it's on the nose and
1: it isn't funny, except ice cube saying, but now so yeah. it's extra yeah. funny. yeah, like right. it's just it's so fucking good. and it, the you were saying the other members of the team, like that's Dakota Johnson, right. Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. Dakota Johnson and and yeah, that was one of yeah. Killer. She
1: fucking nails every single line that she delivers. I think she's so fucking funny. And like she's a perfect example of she should have been a weak link. Like that type of character should have been a, uh whatever, they're just here to like kind of progress to no, every character in this movie is fucking funny in their own way. Couple fun stats for you. Uh, you guys know some of this stuff, but on December 10th, 2014, it was revealed that Sony was planning a crossover between Men in Black and Jump Street. Uh, the news was leaked after Sony's system was hacked and then confirmed by the directors of the film during an interview about it. Uh, in March 2016, James Boblin signed on as director, but obviously nothing's happened for that yet uh and simultaneously in 2015 a female-centered jump street film was announced to be in development um tiffany heddish was cast as the main star with zendaya and aquafina uh and negotiations yeah, to be alongside her it was going to be called jump street now for her pleasure that would have been so the <laughs> fact i mean that's
3: such a great The fact that they could actually just plug random actors who look young into a 21 Jump Street franchise, I think is a great idea. I was never really behind the Men in Black. It's like, how the hell are you going to make that work? There's just two completely different genres. But they could absolutely make more of these movies. I'd be okay with it. Um, But Dakota Johnson was going to be in that as well. Oh, that makes sorry, sense. Sorry,
1: that that's, fun, why, was... that's why I brought it there. And also, sorry, the last thing about that is uh, throughout the film, as the two main characters return to the chapel, they encounter two female officers who tout their own exploits, including busting a prostitution ring and busting a, a chop shop out of a high school auto shop. Both of these are plots from
3: season one of Jump Street. Ah, that makes Ooh. sense. So it was Dakota Johnson, and if I'm not mistaken, the other actor's name is Rye Rye. That's how they say her name. Her character's name is Junior Junior, but I think her name is Rai. Um And... She is fucking hilarious in this. She only has like three lines, but she's like, "While well, you, t- <laughs> while well, you two were both thumb blasting your assholes, <laughs> we were finger popping each other's assholes." So good. That's the and Then jody Hill's like, "We weren't finger popping each other's assholes." It's it's his
2: imitation that oh, just God. makes it even better. It's so, so good. good.
3: Uh, anyway, uh, back to the captain. He tells them all to embrace their stereotypes. He tells them rule, and then he's like, "The rule number one: don't get expelled. Rule number two: you do not have sexual uh, sex with students or teachers." Which they broke. Uh, they break spoilers. They break all these rules. Um, and then he shows Schmidt and Janko YouTube video of a kid doing a new drug called HFS. Uh, Young Neil
1: his- from Scott Pilgrim.
3: Yes. Oh right, 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 right. And I love this part because he's like, "Wait, a minute. he's like, wait, where are you seeing this?" He goes. It's on it's on YouTube, he goes, They put this on the internet for everyone to see. And Ice Cube just goes, They're teenagers. They're really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, and then we see the amazing four faces of this drug. And it's fucking great. This moment this cameo this kid has is so good. My favorite part is when he's on his stool and he just hits the cymbal. <laughs> like bang. <laughs> and then of course it's sad because the kid OD'd he's like this kid's awesome he goes was awesome he's OD'd on this that's why we're sending you guys in uh, and then there's a little fun line or a good line here where he says as you can see this kid is white which means people actually give a shit uh, Jonah is embarrassed by that he's like I just want you know They have that little commentary um, and then he says listen here's the here are the stakes for the movie once the drug breaks containment from Sagan High it'll spread to all the high schools it'll be too late Captain Dickerson enrolls them in a high school according to their stereotypes of course Schmidt he says it says here you were a virgin in high school. And Jonah Hill goes, it says that? He goes, no, I just assumed that. Dude, you're many years in the honor roll and your membership in the juggling squad. And he goes, it was actually the juggling society. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then he gives them their new identities as Bragg and Doug McQuaid. Uh, They're to be brothers, and they're going to infiltrate the dealers and find the suppliers. And Channing Tatum says, what if we just find the suppliers first? Do we still infiltrate the dealers? And he goes, infiltrate the dealers, find the suppliers. Uh, So Schmidt takes a moment later, because he has to return to high school, he's got a lot of anxiety about this, to pray to Korean Jesus, uh, because he's really freaked out about the gang going back to high school, uh, (laughs) because it was really hard for the first time. And then Ice Cube comes out after Channing Taylor lies at her, and he goes, Hey, stop fucking with Korean Jesus. He doesn't care about you. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Uh, And Captain orders them uh, to Schmidt's parents' house for the duration of the assignment, because they're playing brothers. And when they walk in, the decor in this house is so incredible and he says i look like fred savage from the wonder years but completely naked and she's like you weren't naked and he's like i was he's like i remember being and you know how i know i was naked i remember being naked i talked to a talk therapist about that <laughs> uh schmidt and janko of course prepare for school the next day and schmidt confides that they don't really get he's like are we gonna be okay we didn't really get along in high school and janko's sure some of their best buds now and the next day uh they try to practice the miranda Rites. uh schmidt two straps Janko makes a big deal of it. it is like, you can't two strap. He's like, you got a one strap. He's like, if I, if I could no strap, I would do it. Uh, and of course, he's like, listen, I'm going to tell you the three keys of coolness in high school. Number one, don't try hard at anything. Number two, make fun of people who do try hard. Number three, be handsome. Number four, if anyone steps you on the first day of school, you punch them in the face. And number five, drive a kick ass car. So if anyone they steps no- you, yeah uh it's like prison rules so they head to the police impound where they uh, where we get the cameo from holly robinson here she's a great little cameo uh and they pick up a dope ass camaro and immediately she's like don't mess around in this car and they immediately start misusing it by trying to jump over the hood of the car as it's coming at them which is completely stupid and i love it the Um, note
1: that i put there is him getting hit by the car made me laugh out loud and it's not the first time i've laughed out loud in this movie that's great it's so good um but
3: also my goes
0: favorite to, yeah, sorry my favorite part about this is <laughs> them they're just like we're just gonna cast you as brothers there's no other way for you to do this <laughs> investigation other than to be brothers and the fact that people are just like yeah they're brothers like obviously people bring it I up love, and yeah. stuff, but it's well there's a moment we'll get the to commitment a little bit to it yeah. just makes me laugh so hard it's like wait what is are... <laughs> this but is the it's... best thing we got
3: it's it. Well, we'll get to the setup in a hot second here. But yeah, that's 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 very true. Uh, so they go to school and they park in the disabled spot. But I, I do, is- I,
2: I do want to really quick before we get to that next sequence, just like them brushing their teeth and him uh, reading the Miranda rights once again and being like you still don't remember and him going well they usually cut away uh <laughs> the camera usually cuts away in the TV shows before you could finish it <laughs> like it's little small lines like that that aren't meant to be these gigantic laughs, but they're just so clever and stupid yeah.
0: do we but, know uh, how much of this movie is just improv stuff
2: so from what I was reading
1: there was actually a a lot of interviews about that and it sounds like most of it was not improv ice cube was improv for a lot of it but most of it was them sticking to the the script and Jonah Hill and yeah
0: yeah Yeah, Uh, but a
1: fun thing about the brothers that is so fucking stupid but hey they're committing to it uh their last name is McQuaid in the original 21 Jump Street Hanson and Penhall would frequently go undercover as the McQuaid brothers that was kind of their go-to so that's
3: incredible Mm. Incredible. Uh, of course, they when they get out of school, though, nothing is what they remembered. Everyone has, is two-strapping it, and there's a bunch of people that they don't recognize what click they fit into. And we get introduced to Brie Larson and Dave Franco. Uh, Franco's squad is uh, kind of steps to them because they're eco-friendly, and he's and they don't like his car because it's a gas guzzler. And he's like, what is going on here? And then uh, one of their friends who's trying to say, like, can you guys be quiet? I'm trying to study. And then Jacob calls him a nerd. The guy steps to so him and just punches him in the face, and that's where we get... The, the exchange of, uh, of, you know, what Andy talked about before about the kid being gay. And he's like, I didn't punch him because he's gay. I punched him and it turns out he is gay. Uh, and then, and it's just a complete and total like cock up on Janko's side here. He's, he's completely misreading these situations and fucking everything up. Um, Dave Franco's delivery of
1: the world's changed.
3: <laughs> like it's just so fucking good. He's, always, he's always like, man, you don't care about the environment? That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny, and he's also like, he's like, you know, we got. It for, he's like, our shit runs on uh, not uh, not bio diesel, uh, bio diesel, dog. We try to bike it when we can. It's just so, <laughs> yeah, it's so good, <laughs> <laughs> and just the, the, the fact that he's saying it and he's deadpan with it, and Channing Tatum's reaction of just being like genuinely confounded, like I don't understand how everything could have changed so radically in just seven years, is perfect. Uh, That's when they go to the principal's office and we get Jake Johnson uh, with one of his two scenes here where he talks about he was like, if this happens again, I gotta expel you guys and we talk we get a little bit more set up about the kid that died He's like nobody including me is doing anything about it. It's weird. (laughs) Uh, Then he got then and this is where he they switch the identities by accident. This is the only I love kind of ridiculous. moment. No, I think this this is
4: brilliant because this this. Adds uh, now a sudden layer of like neither of them are in their element. Yes, Let- they're both
3: fish out of waters. But I yeah. do want to say logically, listen, man, the principal of my school couldn't have picked me out of a lineup. You could have just swapped the dossiers and got and just swapped back to where you were supposed to be. But they decided to run with it anyway, which I, I think it's so funny
1: what i was saying earlier about like the the plot of this movie is so fucking rad like the them having to move in together at the parents house is like step 1 for me or i'm like this is hilarious but then when they switch identities it's like this movie could do no wrong like that i already thought if they could have not switched identities and it would have been fucking funny cuz like we already saw what that looks like them having to deal with the new era of high school but adding this extra layer i think just like it just
3: keeps ratcheting it up well it's inspired but it's also like it's also a commentary on the times right where I mean, Johnny Hill talks about it later. I think it's maybe like a few scenes from now when they're walking out of the high school and he's like, like comic books are cool and like studying is in. And he's like, I, if this, if this is the way it would have been when I was in high school, I would have been one of the cool kids. And it's an interesting role reversal. And and it's, it's fun to watch these people navigate this new world. Uh, so they go to class and Schmidt goes to drama class And strikes up a conversation with Bea Larson uh, Whose character's name is Molly She points him to a sticker on the chair uh, With a phone number where he can get drugs uh, But before he can split He's forced into auditioning uh, for Peter And then you play Peter Pan uh, Over in the chemistry lab uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is really into Channing Tatum And man, I just find it's everything weird. she does I don't think it's weird. I think it's hilarious. I mean, I don't think it's, it's it's not inappropriate because you know the character.
4: Yeah, is but then, but but you then have to remember that she has no idea, so mm-hmm. she's just losing her shit over this. So funny. Man. This eight, so like, funny, I, I guess funny. in her in her mind, he's twenty, right? Because he was held well, back. He well, no, the thing
3: is, he got held back two years. So she. she oh wait, but no,
4: that that would be the other brother because they flipped the the. Oh, right. Yeah. So, funny. so you're he's you're just right. eighteen. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like he's just that
3: yeah, it's no good. That's weird.
2: So inappropriate, but she's so funny.
3: Uh, I love the part where he's like, I can go take a shit. She's like, Oh, cool. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) She's just a fucking delight, man. Like, she she is
4: an absolute delight, yeah. Yeah,
2: like I I love her in every single thing I've seen her in. Uh, I remember when she got like cancelled earlier in the year last time. Did she? What'd she do? Yeah. (laughs) Didn't she go to a Debbie Town ball or something like that? Yeah, she was at like some uh, like. Uh, for daughter, like fucking, yeah, it was weird. God. Really weird. I mean,
4: didn't, didn't, uh, what's his face? uh, Ryan Reynolds get married in like a.
0: Oh, on a plantation.
4: Yeah, plantation themed house. Oh, yeah. I thought that was Chris yeah. Pratt. E-
0: easy assumption to make. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, anyway, moving on with the plot, Janko and Schmidt head over uh, to Yearbook where they meet the big baddie in this, who is Dave Franco, and he gives them drugs, but he's like, but he, he's like, you got to do them here first so I know you're not narcs. Uh, and they're like, well, we don't really do drugs this whole. He's like, you're either going to do them here or not. And so they do him and he bottoms up. And man, this next five to 10 minutes of this movie is fucking gold it's Um, it's
1: it's it's too fucking good like you could take this scene out of this movie and i still think it's a perfect movie movie. that the next 10 minutes are also a perfect movie like this 10 minutes shouldn't be in this movie give this 10 minutes to a
3: movie that needs it it starts off with them fingering each other's throats to try to give each other the physical
0: humor in this movie is next level and this scene is just perfect
3: it's so funny. And he's like, what do you do? Because like, I don't know. I've never done this before. And the old, <laughs> the old man janitor that walks by just looks at them as priceless. And then, of course, they get caught by Rob Riggles. Uh, and this is the first scene we get with him as they start the phase four, which is like tripping balls, or phase three, which is tripping balls. Uh, and this is where he, he's like, <laughs> they're looking at him and he's like a melting ice cream cone and Jan- J- J- Jonah Hill sticks his tongue out and he goes I don't like that but your tongue back in your mouth stuffs it bad kid and then he looks at Channing Tatum was doing the tongue roll thing he goes actually that's pretty great that's pretty great yeah. god <laughs> fucking Channing Tatum I-, I love that they set
1: up the rules in the YouTube video of the different phases and I love how they use it here and then I love how they bring it back with Brie Larson at the end well, like, it's just so fucking
4: good but like I thought what was amazing is that like in the yeah. YouTube video wasn't there four stages And then in in real life, yeah, in real life, there's a five, a stage five. And I was like, what? And then they knocks out. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, Rob Riggles uh, confuses Jonah Hill because for, for, because they are, have swapped, and so he's like, cool, well, I won't tell anyone about this, but you have to help me win the track meet later, uh, which happens very, very quickly. Uh, so uh, he goes over there, uh, and it just goes very, very, very poorly, it's a relay race, <laughs> and he ends up just taking the baton and <laughs> hurling it. He's like, but don't he, throw the baton! But he uses the baton to knock
4: other people's batons <laughs> out to somehow disqualify <laughs> them, I assume. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, of course, Dave Franco and the team are watching this And later they give him props for sabotaging the track meet Because organized sports are very fascist uh, And Dakota Johnson and uh, her partner accused them as they come back in, they've 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 done their first rest, which is great. And she goes, "Yeah, well, you guys were standing around finger popping each other's assholes, we made a bus over that." one. he goes, we are finger popping each other's assholes, uh, we're working our we're working our magic." And I think this is the scene maybe where they put the board together with all the the threads. Yeah, and the
4: giant board.
3: He's like, "What the fuck is yeah, this?" Yeah, he doesn't care. In, in, in that scene, in that scene,
2: really quickly back with uh, Rob Riggle, I I just loved the. Uh, y'all on y'all on drugs right now. And they're just like they look super <laughs> stoned. He's like, all right, cool. Right. <laughs> he just like <laughs> he just reminds you of so many like like awful coaches and teachers that I went to school with.
3: But there's also like there's also a meta-ness to that, right? Because yeah, he wouldn't care if they're on drugs. He's the one supplying them drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So he knows they're on drugs probably, but he doesn't give a shit because he's making money off of it, which is kinda of funny. <laughs>
1: And also I, I want to shout out the pop quiznos is just another one of those perfect <laughs> funny sets of words together. And like the the so amount they use it is
3: just like you killed it. It's perfect. Uh, we also set up somewhere in here about covalent bonds. I think that's later, but that'll come back thematically in the third act. Uh, Schmidt realizes the tables have turned and everything that was nerdy is cool now in high school, and he might actually be popular. Uh, quote, we just need to do something wildly irresponsible so we can get in with the cool kids. Uh, Schmidt, of course, will get in with the cool kids He tells Janko to get in with the nerds and see what's going on in there Because he's kind of low-key excited that he actually gets to be popular for once Later that night, Schmidt calls Molly And she's surprised that he called instead of texting Which is hilarious now because even so kids funny. wouldn't even text now Now they would just, what, DM each other? Or I don't even know how kids talk Maybe they just say <laughs> sort of uh, carrier pigeons now they've gone old school uh, But this, is, this scene probably doesn't hit for you guys too much but oh my God. Oh, no, this
4: scene hit so hard for me. The Nick.
3: second mom gets on the phone, threw me back to every fucking time yeah. I called anyone in junior high and high school. My mom just felt that the phone was happening and would just come in to fuck with me every single yeah. time. And it would end up with me hearing, like, covering the phone and screaming and hearing my voice come through the other receiver that my mom had, just begging her to hang the phone up.
2: Mom, and- hang on the <laughs>
3: and then her immediately going from like embarrassed to just wildly angry at me for the rest of the night. Yeah. This was really great. And then of course my brother would do exactly what Channing Tatum does here. He would walk in and <laughs> smell the fact that I'm on the phone with a girl and just start dry humping my shoulder and fucking with me <laughs> and just beating the shit out of me until I got it's off It's so the phone. good. It's great. It's so great. Of course uh, he invites her and Eric to the party that they're having that weekend. Um, and then the next day, Good, a great sequence. I, I love how
2: emotionless Channing Tatum
3: was yeah. in that sequence, also. Comes,
2: <laughs> so out. weird. Like, he was just oh. like so deadpan, like humping him, just punching him in
3: the dick. Like, it's just so good, man. Uh The next day, the captain's eating a sandwich and he's like, There's rumors around the Twitter sphere about you two throwing a party. And he's like, If that was true. And he has this great, very, very, very elaborate metaphor where he's like, I would find you guys in jail wearing snorkels and me shitting down those snorkels jesus joda hill goes that's extremely vivid (laughs) thank you (laughs) it's extremely vivid (laughs) oh and then man i gotta tell you this next scene i i mean another banger where they prep for the party and he goes wait how are we gonna buy alcohol and then they just start laughing at each other because they're 45 years old and they burst out in slow motion with with two kegs and then he goes, then wait, how are, are we getting to drugs? And they start laughing at each other. We might get my other favorite line in this whole movie where he goes, all right, what do we got? He goes, I got a pound of Coke. And he says, we're trying to show them a good time, not ruin their fucking lives. <laughs> <laughs> so they get some weed and they throw the party. Uh, and Janko, of course, has invited the nerds to the party so that he can hack into Eric's phone. Eric and Molly show up. Uh, Janko helps lift Eric's phone So the nerds can clone it uh, But they're kind of too drunk to do that Because it's the first time they've ever they've ever had alcohol uh, Eric tries to leave early But Scott and some of the rivals from Kennedy High Fuckers from Kennedy, you know what I mean Andy Show up and a fight breaks out Janko of course beats the shit out of everyone He comes in contact with But Schmidt immediately, immediately gets his ass kicked And says fight's over, fight's over uh, Until he has to finally manage. up And grabs his mom's vase uh, And uh, uh, smashes it over Scott's head Knocking him out and everyone is very, very happy about that. The nerds use the opportunity to replace Eric's phone, but Schmidt, of course, looks over, and everyone's goes oh, because he's been stabbed in the shoulder. And he's like, awesome. He's oh God. That's awesome. Uh, of course, at this point, Schmidt's parents are returning because his mom forgot her phone, so they break up the party. Um, and then uh, Eric recruits later that night as they run away. Eric recruits Schmidt, which is hilarious that they're running away from their own party, because it's like, they got to go back. It's the mom that broke it up. It's not like it's someone else's party, but. Uh, Eric recruits Schmidt to help sell drugs and they bro out right in front of Janko whose heart's kind of broken now because he's realizing he's he's losing his best friend. Uh, Schmidt's mom is the next day is mad because somebody drew a dick and balls on Fred Savage's face. <laughs> and I think Janko was like, I think it's not, I don't think it's a dick and balls. I think it's just a plane that's throwing up on Fred Savage. She goes, you don't think I know a fucking dick and balls? <laughs> <I see it. laughs> oh God, it's good um let's see meanwhile schmidt and uh okay so janko tells schmidt about the phone trick and schmidt dismisses it uh he starts selling drugs and getting credit from the captain uh, as they're bringing in all the, all the money from it while janko gets in touch with his nerd side meanwhile schmidt and molly get closer uh schmidt gets noticed at a payless shoes and knocks down the old lady that is his mom's friend <laughs> This is so <laughs> oh, this is
2: so unbelievable. <laughs> so cool. Yeah,
4: but like, also, like, I got a f- bunch of friends that, like, my mom's friends that would definitely not understand when I'm like, drop it. Shut the fuck up. You, Shut the fuck up. You, you got to <laughs> drop it.
1: I want to go back just a, a little bit because you didn't talk about the Peter Pan I've Got a Crow audition. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm sorry. He comes in like now. That is so funny, and I didn't expect it. And I've seen this movie before, and I still didn't expect it, but Jonah Hill just fucking belting it out and walking around the room. It's just so fucking funny to me. That's great. Uh, the box God, Carnell you're dealing fantastic. drugs. Which part? The God, you're dealing drugs? With no. the fucking playing with the Bakugan God? Like, that's fucking so damn good. And then when he gets stabbed, when Chinese Dave is like, dude, fight normal. He's like
3: swatting at each other God, it was so funny I
2: I love Chris Parnell also in that role I think he's just hes Chris Parnell always delivers In whatever role he's gonna play And he just crushes it In this uh, high school theater teacher role He's
3: fantastic His line is so ridiculous And you can tell it's such a Chris Parnell line You can tell they either wrote it for him Or they just let him say it Where he's like, I was doing cocaine With Willie Nelson's horse (laughs) Well, you look like you've got a
2: little Peter in you. (laughs) Like, it's so (laughs) stupid. It's so stupid.
1: (laughs) That was the line that made me write down the note. Is this better than Step Brothers?
3: And then later, there's a moment I'm like, yes, it's better than Step Brothers. Step
5: Brothers is fun,
3: but this movie is like, it sleeps and bounds better. Um, Really? Oh, yeah. I watched Step Brothers maybe two weeks ago or three weeks ago over the break. And it's funny, but it's not... This is just like a mile a minute funny, and everyone is just so good. I mean, to be fair, Rob Riggle every bit as good in Step Brothers as he is in this movie. Might be better yeah. in Step Brothers. Who knows? Step Brothers. Is well, then
0: incredible. you get Adam Scott in Step Brothers. Maybe I'll just Adam watch Step great. Brothers this weekend. Adam the sweet child
3: of Mine moment, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Catherine <laughs> Hahn, too. Oh,
3: Catherine <laughs> Hahn is fantastic. You know what? You're you're bringing me around. You're bringing me. Around. <laughs> <laughs> a killer, I love her in that movie. Uh, let's see. Uh uh, Schmidt stands Janko up at school and heads to Eric's parents' house to party with them. Notably, he brings Taco Bell. Very pro maneuver. Uh, Janko uses the phone hack and overhears Schmidt and Molly talking about prom. And he's like, "Oh, Schmidt's going to choke again, but this time he doesn't choke. He musters up the courage and asks her out, and she says yes." Janko has a that, of- that is the actual sound of choking when
1: he's, yeah, he's actually acting.
3: choking. <laughs> but then, to Janko's credit, and I love this part because they are friends. He's the second he asks him, and she says yes. He gets a, like a wash of pride over him. And he goes, good job, Schmidt. Like, good job. Yeah. Right? Like, he's, he's proud for his friend. But then he overhears Schmidt telling everyone that Janko is adopted and kind of like Rain Man, except he's really shitty at math, which is just the fucking right, meanest. That's horrible.
5: <laughs> that's
0: horrible.
3: Horrible. Uh, the next day, Dakota Wait, Johnson. Nick, yeah.
4: and and uh, another like movie reference that I missed that I just wanted to briefly bring up is when uh, Ice Cube is like, hey, if, uh, if you guys get expelled... You're done. Like we're kicking you off, and we're kicking you off the force. And nobody knows you're in here. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like the was it Serpico? Right where it was it like, be,
3: yeah, yeah, if where of cover, nobody knows. Yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. Except for it's like a high school thing where it's like, yeah,
3: totally, yeah, totally. No reason are, for it. yeah, yeah, exactly. No yeah, it's not like they're gonna be put in jail. And people, you know, no, in, in like in Russia, no one's gonna know. Right. But uh, let's see. Uh, Dakota Johnson comes in and tells them the drugs have spread to other high schools, and the captain reads them the Riot Act. It's the night of the play. And Molly, of course, is very excited. And Schmidt is 100% in as well. Uh, and she says, looking. you're the only guy I can really trust. Just driving, driving the knife in further. Meanwhile, Janko gives an oil Sorry. presentation for potassium nitrate in chem class. But he spots Eric and the boys uh, absconding with the piñata that he overheard them talking about. So he rushes over to the drama department to grab Doug and try to chase after Eric. But their car has a boot on it because they keep parking in the disabled parking spot, <laughs> which they're not supposed to. Uh, so they have to steal the driver's ed car. And shout out to the guy that plays the driver's ed teacher, because he's like, ah, oh, whatever, who cares? Perfectly like, played just, his <laughs> role. Yeah. That's all he needed to do, and he nailed that's
1: it.
5: it. I and mean, um, this was
1: another moment for me, though, where it's like, hey, okay, cool. Them living with the parents, that's one thing. Them switching roles, that's another thing. Enter the chase scene. Mm-hmm. How could we make this chase scene funnier? They're in the driver's ed car where mm-hmm. both people can control the shit. Come on, y'all! What a brilliance! What a great device! Like (laughs) like, the amount of dialogue in this that made me actually laugh out loud. There was a fucking Keebler elf driving. (laughs) Like they're just so good. It looks like ZZ Top is related to Hank
2: Hill. Like (laughs) the one that made me laugh so much was. (laughs) It looks like a fucking walrus. That one got me so good, man. Um,
3: <laughs> of course, the tensions are mounting between these two friends because, for obvious reasons, and so they end up uh, banging into the car, the chasing shoes. We get we get all of the moments of the things not exploding that are supposed to explode. Uh, all the great creative ways they take out some of the bikers, but of course, the last biker is like. Uh, D- uh, D- uh Sh- Jenko goes look in the glove compartment, and try to find a gun. He's not gonna be a fucking gun in the glove compartment. We're in, a, we're in a pink bug, and of course, there is a gun uh, in the glove compartment, but he cannot shoot yet again and he chokes. and Channing Tam has to shoot for him, uh, which is a big deal. Uh, so they rush back to school because Molly is now very angry with him because the play has started. That they've had to sub in the new guy. Um, let's see. Uh, they keep stealing cars. So that's another thing too. So they knock the first guy out. and The second car they steal is just a very good-looking woman. And Tane Tatum's like, "Damn, you are fine as hell. Like someone's gonna pick you up. You'll be fine. You'll be okay." And she's kind of like she's like flirting with him. I just love that they keep the joke that he's so good-looking that even though he's stealing someone's car, she's still. <laughs> um. Then they they rush back and he's like and Janko stops and he's like, "Look at yourself, man. You're in too deep. I found a love college it. application on your desk yesterday." <laughs> Oh, it's and so goes, good. How long this is gonna last? He goes, I got. Eric's going to Berkeley. I could have a real shot of being a doctor or
0: something. <laughs> and that's, that's so dope. funny, but just also so sad. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, he just wants. He he was born he was so much better. just a few years too early.
1: Too early. Yeah. I wrote down. You're in too deep. I found a college application in your desk is the
3: single funniest line I have ever
0: heard. <laughs> <laughs> is so funny.
3: Uh, and then, of course, uh, Schmidt fires back, says, at least I know my Miranda writes, you idiot. Uh, he rushes on stage stage, interrupts the play, and hooks himself up to the wires, embarrassing Molly to death. Uh, and then Janko runs on and tackles him midair. And this is fucking <laughs> great, because it'd be funny in and of itself. But the fact that we keep cutting back to Rob Riggle in the audience, who's heckling on the <laughs> Is just so. Good.
0: <laughs> Did um, anybody here Picture anybody we know as the Rob Rickle in any Greg scenario? Okay, that's oh Greg Miller.
4: Oh, that's interesting. No, I, mm, I not like the first one that came to mind. I actually pictured someone else. I would think Miller. Yeah. Yeah. I would think yeah. Yeah. all you know.
3: Just I feel like all of us. I I'm like with all of us who this.
2: are picturing somebody are picturing the same person. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with Andy so. as well. You yeah. So, yeah. Guess,
3: yeah. You guys think so. Mike Mike or who are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm genuinely no, not, right. Mike. Mike. not. Not snow like Mike,
4: not snow Mike, for sure. Mike. No. 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 no,
0: maybe snow like Mike is the one that the guy is trying to pin the, the yelling comments on. That sounds. Got it. Right. Got mm. it.
4: Okay. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we'll uh, just have to do And also Robert is stealing snacks from the person in front of him.
4: <laughs> in, in this uh scene I, I really one of the things that i enjoyed most about it is they kept also cutting back to the stage crew like being like okay pull him to get yeah. him out of the way every time he was being <laughs> attacked and it was just like there's no reason that they would be doing that other than they were like oh it's an opportunity to do our jobs and Beautiful i love it. chaos
3: um we get a lot of actually biting back and forth as they're they're fighting here he says i was a loser for four years you couldn't handle it for five minutes Uh, and of course Shane Tanum's like, I'm not dumb, I'm smart And then, uh, the principal comes in And expels them both Which is really sad, Captain Dickerson is not pleased He fires them, uh, Schmidt of course Tries to call Molly, but she won't pick up So Janko has to pack his bags because it's all done And he says, "You you know what's crazy to me I actually thought we were brothers, I would have taken a bullet For you, um, but then Eric pulls up And interrupts and tells them to roll with uh, come with him he's freaking out of course Because uh, apparently there were cops yesterday And the drop went bad and he goes I don't want to go to jail You know what happens to guys like me in jail It rhymes with grape <laughs> uh, And he gives them guns for protection And it's because they think he's going to shoot them at first But then he gives them the guns And there's a lot of things made me wonder about you guys Your taste in music, the fact that you look like a 40 year old man
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: But after the shit that went down at the play There's no way you guys could be cops And he asks them of course to back A funny thing, thing about that
1: is in real life he's only like two or three years something like that older than, than
3: yeah him. younger than him yeah they're not that far mm. uh, which is great but Dave Franco looks like a baby compared to Kane Tatum who has the yeah. muscle mass of a 40 year old <laughs> take it for me of a 30 year old man after 40 your <laughs> muscle mass starts going downhill trust me uh he tells them he needs backup for the big deal that's going down at prom and then they go time to get our jobs back let's get ready for prom they suit up Armed to the teeth and beautiful white tuxedos as well as all the shotguns and all the accoutrement but smith's mom schmidt's mom intervenes and tells them if you're living in my house you gotta do your chores first so the music <laughs> kicks back in and it's epic as they're mowing the lawn together in their suits
0: <laughs> occurred, the i love this in their tuxes is so good
1: i love a suit obscene i love music behind it this was perfect for me and the fucking joke of chenning tatum struggling to put on the tie and it's a clip on yeah. <laughs> I Fuck this
3: thing <laughs> I love it. but it's a touch- it ends up being a touching one right this is where they rectify or start to rectify their relationship uh because he goes let me help you with that uh and then he goes hey your shotgun's hanging too low it's gonna come out of your house so he takes the shotgun out uh and then so actually weapons. just kind of goes hey janko will you go to prom with me and he goes heck yeah man i'll go to prom with you and he goes are we really gonna go take down a whole drug operation by ourselves?" but of course janko has another idea he's gonna recruit the nerds to come help them uh and they also recruit some of the prostitutes from the station along the way why mm-hmm. not Uh, And they arrive in a limo per their original thought process. As they get out, white doves fly around them as well. (laughs) And they walk through prom. No, they uh, don't. It's not just white doves fly.
4: Uh, Channing Tatum is holding a box, shaking it as he's walking out to get the the two birds that haven't left to actually fly out. It's so well done.
3: Yeah, so funny! It's so funny. Uh, of course, we get another quick scene here with Ellie Kemper, where she sees him. And she's like, she's like, Doug, what are you doing here? You have to go. Please so don't leave me ever. And she it slaps she, him. It slaps him. God, it's funny. And get Tatum, out of me! I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> and all Channing Tatum has to do is exactly what he does do is stand there and not laugh. That's all he's got to do. <laughs> and she takes care of the rest. It's a perfect, perfect moment. Um, we catch up with she's great, she's super strong on HFS because she's having a bad time. Uh, Schmidt tries to warn her, but she's too high. So he comes clean. He says, I'm a cop. There's some bad shit going down. You got to get out of here. Uh, but Eric interrupts them to take them up to the penthouse where they can meet the supplier who turns out to be none other than Mr. Walters, Rob Riggles. Uh, who just took a bunch of that chemistry nerd shit and threw it together with some of his flavor and bam, nah, he wouldn't be able to do it, but it's fun. It's a fun, dumb movie. Uh, Meanwhile, the nerds record record the whole conversation uh, down in the bathroom for evidence. The one percenters show up to make a deal uh, and they recognize Schmidt. Then Molly comes knocking on the door and calls them narcs uh, and all hell breaks loose. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. They recognize him. He's like,
1: oh yeah, you might recognize me because I sang a commercial. It's like, did you sing it? (laughs) Hey, hand in hand,
3: <laughs> and Teddy starts singing with him. Yeah, so good. Uh, everyone pulls out guns. Says, "You guys are cops." I thought we were friends. Eric has a great line here. He goes, "You guys are cops." I thought we were friends. You brought us Taco Bell. And Jody Hill goes, "Honestly, that was a sincere gesture." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Molly busts in and Mr. Walters takes her hostage, but she falls asleep in her arms per the fifth phase of the drug. Uh, Schmidt and Janko drop the guns until DB and Doug step in and turn the tables, revealing that they have been DE agents all along. Enter the cameo from Johnny Depp and Peter DeLuise, who were the original cast members for 21 Jump Street. So a fun thing. Cult uh with
1: the, the Johnny Depp character so Johnny Depp's character Tom Hansen, eats in every scene where he's where he appears Hansen ate often in the original show sometimes several mm-hmm. times during each episode and he did so often in scenes vital to the plot and it became kind of a thing so mm-hmm. Eagle-eyed 21 Jump Street fans watching this for the first time could have been like huh this guy might be him yeah. <laughs> I just love that they did that that's why I feel cool. like
4: so that was revealed to me just because like it's been 10 years that it's out. And so I like I knew that and I knew that the coach was the uh, the supplier. But like when you hear him say earlier, I'm a D agent, it's so clear that it's his voice. Yeah. Not if you're not looking. I, I, didn't. I mean, yeah, but that's I didn't the thing. remember when when the first time uh, or when, when I watched it, like I didn't know he was in that crowd. Right. But as soon as I heard it doesn't matter anyways. It's, I wish I had uh, not gotten that spoiled for me. I wish that had a surprise, but I should have waited ten years. <laughs> I saw this movie in
3: theaters, and I was blown away when it was Johnny Depp. I had no idea it was him. But the other guy, I was like, I so I recognized Peter Daei's because I was like, I, I think that guy was in the original Twenty One Jump Street, and I remember thinking, oh, that's cool. They put him in the gang as like a as a thing. I don't know if he was in the original one or because I think at one point I'm Johnny sure Depp he was, was the main character, and then some he left because he got really big and i think richard grieco came in as him but i think tom peter de stayed the whole time
4: on the poster there's like three people maybe four
2: the whole time i'm thinking
3: this dude has not worked since that show yeah well i know i I just can't remember if he was part of the original cast or subbed in for johnny depp but i think richard grieco subbed in for johnny depp when johnny depp got fucking mega huge because he kept doing all the tim burton movies Uh, It got big anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, Great scene here. They immediately get shot in the throat, and everyone starts shooting at each other. Johnny Depp apologizes to Doug for sometimes being a jerk during the whole undercover thing. He says the only approval I ever needed was my best friend, and of course Jonah Hill sees that and realizes the
2: whole time Jonah Hill listening in as if it's a realistic situation (laughs) at all in the middle of a gunfight for two friends to be talking about how they actually really love each other as friends. The whole time, and Jonah Hill's like watching, like, oh wow, there's something to learn from this. And it's like there's. Bullets flying everywhere. It's
3: so They've also both been shot like seven times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, incredible. Mr. Walters and Eric leave uh, with uh, Brie Larson and the money and Schmidt and Janko. Uh, some of the one percenters follow them and Schmidt and Janko jump after them in slow motion and start shooting people. But Schmidt falls. and so Instead of pulling the trigger, he throws a gun at one of the guys. Uh <laughs> i guess and then and then janko comes in and shoots him straight in the heart and as they're running down the hall he goes man that was crazy you killed a guy and janko immediately throws up on schmidt's arm yeah.
2: <laughs> the first time i saw that i fucking had to pause the movie for a good couple of minutes because i was like just in pain from laughter that vomit
3: just came out of nowhere and it was so well done so funny uh they rush through prom while um that great song was it friends forever that song plays we see oh, vitamin graduation graduation is <laughs> what it is um uh, man it's so bad and then out back of course uh Mr. Wall everyone gra- jumps in limos and a limo chase happens between them the one percenters and Schmidt in their own limo uh there's also a random high school girl in the limo with them who just does not understand what's going on and Channing Tatum's like you got to stop so they end up throwing her out of the limo and then Jinko gets a great idea he goes Hey, you still got those shotgun shells? Pop Quiznos, and he uses what he learned in what he calls app chemistry about covalent mm-hmm. bonds. I love
4: app bonds. chemistry. I love it. too.
3: <laughs> it's like I learned in app chemistry. Uh, they both, he says, quote, they both need what what the other has that makes them stick together. And of course, that's what they're, he's really talking about. Well, at least we know he's talking about their relationship together. Uh, Janko throws the Molotov into the one percenters limo, and it explodes, and then crashes into a gas tank and explodes further. And He says, "Where'd you learn that?" He goes, "App chemistry, bitch." <laughs> 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 and then crashes his limo, and they have a standoff with Molly as hostage. Uh, Janko, of course, is out of bullets, and when he makes a a move real fast, Walters pulls the trigger, and Janko uh, jumps in front of Schmidt, taking a bullet for his friend in his, of course, uh, uh, bulletproof vest. Um, And Janko whispers to Schmidt as he looks up at him and says, you got this. And he runs, and then Schmidt runs through all the times that he's choked before, and then looks at Rob Briggle and says, you peaked in high school, motherfucker, and then shoots him right in the dick. And together...
2: (laughs) By accident...
3: Read Mr. Walters, his Miranda rights. So this Miranda rights moment,
1: like it's up there for me with the into the spider verse. What's up danger? What taking the leap? It is so hype. It's, I that's, love that's, that the beam kicks in. Yeah. I love the two of them reading the Miranda rights together. It is the culmination of this entire movie, and I swear to God, it makes me tear up. It fucking gets me, and it's not tearing <laughs> up from sadness; it's from <laughs> fucking hype. Like it is so great. I
3: love these guys. It is. You know.
2: It is hot fuss shooting up into the sky. Like it is so
3: exciting. We have a uh, great line here, where of course he says, "Channing Tatum's like super excited because you're a goddamn rock star. You shot him in the dick. Who does that?" And then she <laughs> apologizes <laughs> for calling uh, for calling uh, Jenko all those names. He says, "You are smart, and you're sweet, and you're sincere, and I cherish you." Uh, and they oh, high five nice. while Rob wriggles is uh, tries to pick his own That's my dick! Pick with his pick my dick up. <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. Uh, Eric, the slow mo
0: jumping high five is yeah. just like perfect.
3: Eric gets carted off to prison. Schmidt apologizes to Molly for lying and betraying her trust. And she says, Thanks for saving my life, asshole. And they kiss. Uh, The boys return to Jump Street triumphant and give captain dickerson a hug he's of course made uh, a framed arrest report for them to celebrate the moment and then he gives them a new assignment since you two cowboys love drinking booze smoking weed with kids and fucking anything with a big ass and jeans of low self-esteem i'm gonna send you to a place where all that shit is allowed and chan tim goes disney i love disney world and he goes no you two sons (laughs) of bitches are going to college the end, and then the credit sequence. Great, great credit sequence.
1: It's just end. so fucking. It's such a celebration of what we just witnessed. Like they knew that they made us all laugh as hard as they did. And they're like, let's just have fun with this shit. I love how chaotic it all is. Woo!
3: I love that there's also scenes that you can tell, like we were talking about before, of like with him and, and Ellie Kemper and a bunch of other things that they shot that they didn't put in the movie. But there is some stuff in there that I'm like, there's got to be a director's cut somewhere This floating around. It's like three hours long with all the completely inappropriate shit in it. <laughs> the Lord Miller cut. I love
1: it. Andy Cortez, please hit me with something I like to call haiku in review.
2: Seven syllables in the middle. Nope, it's not playing. It's not <laughs> Seven syllables in the middle. You'll need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret. It haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to
1: patreon.com slash kind of funny to write your review in haiku form, just like Andrew feisner did. The only one that wrote in for this one. And he simply says, 44444, Fuck you, comment. science. <laughs> 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 great. I, I like that a lot. So
2: damn
1: good. I wish I had
3: written down what he says in there, but it was too fast. Because he's just saying a bunch of gibberish, but it's all like pop culture references. So fucking funny. Yeah,
2: he's, uh, he does the back to the future.
3: Yeah. Fox capacitor. capacitor <laughs>
2: to four. To the, it's so good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Andy, now please hit me with a little thing I like to call Ragu Bagu.
2: Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do.
3: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk Bad Guys here for 21 Jump Street in Review. Right now, number one on the list, Mr. Walters and Eric <laughs> F- Who's might may or may not be going to Berkeley next year. <laughs> one of the best one of the best villains of all time, Mr.
2: Walters. <laughs> he's, so he's not yeah. he's gonna be hard to beat.
1: Yeah, Although it's I gonna be
0: really that. hard to beat. I don't I I remember the
3: villain in two. I do.
0: And he's
3: fucking hilarious.
4: Walters, come on, Nick.
3: I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it. But one of the one of the sub villains is one of my all time favorite. She's she's hilarious. We're, Hell yeah! I'm excited for it, Kevin to watch
2: it. Kevin, don't don't get your hopes up too high. But... It's not as good.
3: But... It's a
1: good sequel. Yeah, I remember that's in that's the same fine. way that this was surprising. Where it's like we had very low expectations. You have even lower expectations for a sequel. you're like, there's no way they can recapture yeah, for a way that. to
2: follow up a movie like this for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I still walked away being like, oh, huh, wow. They wow. kind of they made a good movie. Good for them. Yeah yeah. yeah. I and of course
0: up the two where I thought some things that happened in the second one happened in the first and I was waiting for them to happen and then they absolutely did not. I was like, oh Joey,
2: I, I thought, thought the end credits were two were here. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the Credits of two kevin do you know
4: what we're talking about yeah i have i have ah
1: no (laughs) boo if you at home have not seen them yet don't watch them wait till you watch the movie because it is a trip until then though thank you all for hanging out with us let us know in the comments below what you think about 21 jump street uh and i just want to like whet your appetite a little bit you know what i'm not going to do that i'm going to do that next week because i am not 100 confirmed on things but i love you all goodbye